Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Start coming into it too. <laughs> Fucking dreadful. You've that never is. been so attractive what in your a life. Hideous noise. Hi, I'm Gareth. And I'm Ollie. And we are the newly dads. The newly dads. Great. That right, sounds good. That again. We are the newly cancelled. Newly dads. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Hi, I'm Gareth. And I'm Ollie. And we are the newly dads. dads. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Newly Dads. Oh, it's a freezing day in London, isn't it? I'm loving it. It's so much nicer being back in the cold. What has happened? We've come back and it's lovely. Uh, But our usual nanny that helps us every now and then when we've got work commitments is not available at the moment. Whilst they were very young and needed lots of feeding all the time, we weren't taking them with us to work and stuff like that. Whereas now, they're just over there and they're sleeping. So now that they're six months older, I think it's actually quite straightforward whilst doing something like this so we can bring them with us. I mean... We were on our laps last week. They were, and it's it's lovely, but I must admit, it's more of a challenge. When you get those lovely, joyous bits, it is quite heavenly, I must admit. It does make you just ultimately the happiest person in the world when you realise that the babies are being very well behaved. We're working dads, and they're coming with us. There's no crash, they're just in their pram. Last (laughs) night was an interesting one. Why? Remember last night? We went for a pizza restaurant? Oh, God. Last night we took them out, and I was like, well... They're not hungry. We've just done some weaning with them, which we just started. So that's a new thing. Oh, you remember from last week, we were eating. Uh, yeah, we, revolting they, they, they had some carrots. So I'm like, they're full. So we'll hold off the bottles for a bit. And then we go to the pizza restaurant. By the end, they're screaming blue murder. And I was like, let's not feed them. Let's wait for them to get home, do the bath, then feed them. I say perhaps, I think just feed them now. You were right. Idea. Yeah, you were right. That like, was a difficult a situation. Chest. However, I put on my Instagram the other day, I said uh, about sleeping through the night and babies are like, after six months, they reckon they should should be near enough sleeping through the night. Every baby's different, as you know, but we're trying to work out what's best for the babies. And one of which is a little bit more advanced than the other one. And that's all just how it all goes. However, when I put, does anyone know anyone that can come and stay for a week, basically, and get them sleeping through the night? I thought that was quite a normal thing to say. The responses I've got from that are really interesting. A lot of people are saying, oh my God, you have to. A lot of people are saying, please don't do that. And a lot of sleep experts saying, I can help you. But it's a mixture between yes and no. I didn't know it was quite a controversial subject, having a sleep person come in. And it is. We are having someone come in. But apparently a lot of people do it where they basically just shut the door behind them and let them cry out. They do that so the parent doesn't have to because the parent... Self-soothing. There is an area for self-soothing. There is, absolutely. But also it is... As you know, if any parent listening knows this, it's quite a hard thing to do is to not pick up your child when they're screaming, especially when they do the (laughs) 
Oh my god, oh, the, the real, real crying tears. instead of the kind of the, the real tears. And at four months, you do get real beads of tears coming down their it eyes. And it literally breaks your entire being. You don't want your baby to be feeling in anything other than absolutely wonderful. So that's really hard. We are going to see this person. We will touch on this next week to find out what and how this played out. However, we aren't going to be using the shut the door method. That's something we've made sure this sleep expert doesn't do um, because we need to find out exactly what we're doing and, and how to make it better for their lives as well as ours. I'm like pro pro sleep. I love sleep. How can they not love sleep? They're going to enjoy it. Because they it. just get hungry. That's all. They don't get hungry. They're literally like we're feeding them properly all the amount. They're getting bigger. They're happy. Well, I, we I'm, set our alarm we'll for five see. o'clock every we'll morning and about one minute two, we hear a... It's because they're trained to go up at that time. I know. They, they know, know that. They know. They're smart little fuckers. So this episode of Newly Dads, we're going to be talking to Meow Meow Yu, who is the founder of Bark to Baby, where she creates amazing concerts around the country for babies to go to and listen to a classical concert with their parents. The parents get to enjoy it and so do the babies. And uh, it's quite fabulous. So we're going to be talking to her in just a little bit. So one of the things we do do, and do do, one of the things we do... Such a child. <laughs> do do. One of the things we do do is use like music when they go to sleep. So we use like the Tony's box, which we had before, where they put the thing on. Right? And, they yep. may, and I think that prepares them for like their bedtime routine. Also, not an ad, maybe just an ad. Just want to say Tony's boxes are incredible. They yeah, really we do. are amazing. We are, we do we are actually them. a fan of Tony's boxes. They really are. And then also the on their on their little sway things, I've got like these little like bouncer things that spin like soothe and sleep. Mm. There's like classical music on there as well. Yeah. It has got like three blind mice and then like some other and then it's got some really wavy sort of classical music. I do worry it's slightly like an earworm. Sometimes it's quite creepy some of those noises. Some of them are like I I think Moonlight Sonata is one of the scariest songs of all time. And if you know the background behind that tune. What does Moonlight Sonata sound like? You know what Moonlight Sonata sounds like. Can you like. know hum it? It'd be much more entertaining. It's quite hard to hum. Yeah, you know. Oh, I know it's that. Beethoven. It's Beethoven. What worries me? That a baby's not listening to that, are they? Of course they are. It comes up on the tune thing of one of our devices. Does it? On the And may we just add, Moonlight Sonata, you, you ready for this? More murders have happened to that song than any other song ever known. Apparently it has a switch. And it's some people around the world uh, that have a switch and it kind of turns them into a murderer. I know that sounds weird, but it is Beethoven created something a bit a bit mad. If I was going to murder someone, that would be a good track. That's Not good saying I'm going to do know, it, but, but it is. That, I get that vibe. If I was watching something on, you know, like a streaming service well, and it was like a murder thing and that was playing, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pleased so far because when you do play that the children, Cosmo's eyes don't go... You don't get like, oh, Cosmo's like, uh-uh, the switch is gone, but I can't quite reach my bottle. Picks up that jelly cat knife, Teddy. Absolutely right, yeah. <laughs> However, we're really excited going back to normality. We're talking about music. We always have music on in the house, don't we? We do. Always in the car. Music is a big part of our life, and actually it just runs like a background track, doesn't it? Also, if you think if you've got a party, like we have people over drinks or anything like that, you always put music on in the background. So it obviously has like a big impact. Do you ever have a thing where you're like... I, I, on the tube or, or in a car or whatever like that. And, but you've got headphones on like we do now and you listen to a song and you're suddenly transformed. You could put in like, I got the power and you're walking down Regent Street thinking you're literally the Hulk or you're listening to something like, how long will I love you? Or whatever like yeah, that. Really and suddenly you're like, and you're looking around at people and you're like, you're acting out your own rom-com. How do you feel if I you think hear, that's quite fabulous, if, don't if you? If you hear like Million Dollar Bill by Whitney Houston. Yeah, well, internally, or, I'm, I am a woman empowered at that point. See, if I wanted something to fall asleep to, 
I do like the idea of classical music. It's something that I really, I mean, I listen to classical music quite a lot. It's something that I feel like one day be a classical FM. I think I've got the voice for a classical FM presenter. I think that would be very nice. Um, no, I mean, what I... would you have as a lullaby now to put um, you to sleep? It's not going to be Way to Bleed by Slipknot, is it? What is that? What does that sound like? That could work. I think you can make anything. And then it's like, but I think I think it's probably not the best one. But if you're talking about something like, oh, Celine Dion, actually, that's in quite a lot of it. Celine Dion's in quite a lot of the children's kind of thing. Heart will go on and kind of. Yeah, that works. I think anything works. Really, I would like Waiting for Tonight by J Lo. Mm -hmm. I, but does that not get you like vibey thinking right i'm gonna go out to raffles raffles has never played waiting I for no, tonight I it's a bit more street than that okay, i feel raffles a bit more okay well g-a-y not that you're good G-A-Y. i've never been to g-a-y myself i, know, I, I went I, to g-a-y late with gok and alan carr once name drop there you go well, well it's true thank god we moved the table so on this episode we're going to be speaking to bark to baby um and we're going to be talking about classical music and how it helps babies if it helps improve their development and if it generally sues them and what are the benefits of listening to classical music for babies i must admit this morning you did do that the babies woke up at five o'clock and you put on the classical music and I, also put, I also put on a disco light that basically and a was, disco light. It was cutting through the vapor machine because we've got this humidifier. It was like being in a disco with like dry disco, ice. Yeah. And it was like, I went in last night and I was like, why are they awake at two? The light was still on. The steamer had steamed up the room and it literally looked like my youth at 18. Being they were in a, a Berlin nightclub. It was like a youth the most club. wonderful time. Yeah, it was Bergheim. 45 this Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Right, so guys, we are joined by Meow Meow, who is the founder of Bark to Baby. Now, if you haven't heard about Bark to Baby, now we are going to ask you first. Over to you, what is Bark to Baby? Well, Bark to Baby, it's a concert series. And it's a concert series mainly about classical music and about allowing children and Within children, I mean babies, toddlers, and big children like in their 50s, 101 years old, everyone being able to attend a live concert and enjoy concert together without being told to shush. There's not many rules. Not many rules. So what was your first concert? And did you have a full-on like classical orchestra? Like, what well, was it like? Basically, I became a mum yeah. and uh, I couldn't go to concerts anymore. And I thought, that's really, really silly. And why can't I take my child to a concert? Mm. I want to expose my child to the best things there is out there that's on offer for my child. Mm. And uh, so 
that led to me starting the concert series. Mm. And so the first concerts, I just uh, got the word out a bit. And I thought that maybe some of my friends will come along. And then suddenly we had about 300 adults descending on the venue with prams. Really? That's very interesting. Yes. And so I think what happened was we were hitting on the zeitgeist. We as adults, as parents, love culture. And we also want to give our children what we love. Obviously, people say about these sort of things like passing on to the youth and like people taking up classical music, all of that. For parents who are very enthusiastic about classical music, without something like you're doing, they can't sort of make that connection with their child. Whereas now they can actually enjoy it and actually share it with younger children. So it must do amazing things to bring people actually into classical music and re-stimulate it. There's a lot of places in the world where babies are not accepted because they might cry. A lot of us have been through that and it makes you feel dreadful as a parent. Totally. It's like, am I doing something wrong? And uh, when I first was you know, sounding this idea of a friend of mine. She said, oh my goodness, I would go if I were here. And she said she tried to sneak her baby into a concert and her daughter started crying. And then she had to kind of run out because she was so afraid of all the stares from other attendees. The idea of the concerts is you can have the babies and it's amazing how children react to live music. Sometimes when the introductions are done and the music starts, suddenly they're all listening. So you can't just assume that babies, toddlers, children are not aware of these things. And then, of course, there may be some crying. I think there's plenty of adults where music and stuff can evoke people to cry. It's evoking, whether that's the case for children or not, but there's plenty of adults that cry at a concert. Absolutely They're right. not being asked to leave, sobbing. are they? <laughs> sobbing. Well, not sobbing. So what sort of music is being played at the concerts and what, what sort of evokes a response best from, say, the, the younger crowd, the, the babies? That's a really interesting question. Um, Although my training is in classical music and the concert series started with the bread and butter of, you know, the core repertoire of classical music, Mm. we also have all sorts of different styles happening. So we have a uh, Bach to Broadway series and we also have uh, klezmer music. We have some Hungarian Magyar music. So all sorts of music in our concerts. So it's Hungarian traditional folk dances and the mixes of that. So uh, we have a violist who plays, you know, proper classical stuff, but he also plays with the style of folk violin. And, uh, you know, it's about dancing, it's about feeling the music. So I think my approach is there's a lot of great music and uh, it's not restricted to one style or form yeah oh, I, do you know what's interesting broadway yeah. i would absolutely love. so this is like show tunes this is like yeah. phantom this is like all of this which yeah. is incredible because like you go to the if you take kids to the theater rarely yeah. do you see like they would notice that there's actually normally an orchestra in the pit yeah. it's like live music mm-hmm. so yeah. it's so relevant to everything i want yeah. to go to the broadway one i think we love we love a show tune. as a gay couple gay. i <laughs> think that yes broadway is something that is shining upon us i think that's something that, uh, that we do like the idea of that so but obviously this has an innate development thing to it it's, it's something that music does which is why music and nursery rhymes stuff like that it does yeah. open up imagination it opens up development in their brain i imagine it's 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 a very yes. good thing music for babies it, it is important. totally totally i mean uh we have uh all the great 
classical repertoire that we want to play for the children. But we also have nursery rhymes because nursery rhymes play a very important role within baby development. Uh, I'm sure you've heard about how within the first six months of life, well, all the synapses in their heads are they're forming and then all the neurons and they're, they're kind of creating all those pathways. And so they listen to sounds and the sounds of your voice is completely imprinted on these little ones. And so... Is it, she's saying, yes, it is. It is. My daddies won't shut up. What's the funniest thing that's ever happened? Though? You've got all these babies, you've got all these toddlers, you've got, you've got the parents. Parents are there, they're hardcore classical music fans. Yeah. You know, you, you've really got them going. What's the funniest thing that's happened? We're not blindborn, the stuffy up no so, kids. So from my perspective, the funniest thing that happened to me observing was uh, my son. So my children, obviously, they they came to all the concerts and they come to work with me. So one concert my son Mercutio was at. Oh my he, God, um, I love that name. Mercutio. That's freaking brilliant. It's I love the name Mercutio. That is so <laughs> Our cool. Our son's name's Apollo. And Our we son's thought that name's was Apollo. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mercutio, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, there absolutely. Brilliant. Shakespeare, <laughs> I love that. So Mercutio came to a concert and uh, it was a uh, concert harp being performed. And uh, children can move about. Uh, we, we need to make sure that they're safe, but they can move about during the concert. So he decided to inspect the harpist, walked all the way around the harpist while she was performing with his hands in his pocket. And this is like a four-year-old, right? <laughs> and then he stared. And then in front of the rest of the audience, he started to do push-ups in front of her. And I <laughs> was, of course, I was mortified. I'm thinking, what is he doing? Personally, this is my son. I always do push-ups watching a classical concert. It's just something <laughs> Perfect, that I yeah. love doing. Wait, so, is <laughs> so he, I understand him entirely. Is he, he taking a shine to the harpist? Yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah, he's flirting. Maybe he's flirting. He's trying to push his muscles. No. Anyway, so he was doing the push up. And then after the concert, he said to me, I think I'll play the harp. <laughs> I was thinking, oh my goodness, I have to get a big yeah, car to, you know. Disaster, yeah. They yeah. Are, That's my biggest travel. fear is that my daughter or son would turn around and say, I want to play the double bass. And you're like, oh, God. they're enormous. Oh, yeah. You really have, you see some people on the tube and you're like, oh, God, guys, the double bass, was it really a good idea to start this? You might be an expert now, but now you've got the next exactly. 50 years dragging around a bloody exactly. double bass. And then for the first 10 years, the parents have to drag it around. You have to buy it for starters. Yeah. They're terribly expensive. <laughs> Exactly. Well, yeah, they, I don't have to carry my piano around. It's just too big. It just, so. it just is, turns up. You're yeah, that yeah. good. Suddenly it's just like, <laughs> piano, now. Other funny story, maybe from the perspective of a um, performer. We have great performers coming to perform for us. And they also play. Yes, that's right. That's right they play darling. all over the place. And then they come over and play for babies. <laughs> and so we had a concert where we had a wonderful, wonderful violinist who was performing in a repertoire for the concert. And at the end of the concert, we take requests from the audience for nursery rhymes. And she was in the middle of uh, the wheels on the bus and she was getting into it and she was dancing about. We get lots of artists and actors, celebrities coming to our concert and they're just mm. part of the audience. And a very, very famous actor just happened to enter into the concert at that point. The whole audience quietened down <laughs> and our musician was into her violin solo of the wheels on the bus and she did her <laughs> big turn and she stared him in the face and she was like, where do I go from here? <laughs> so for her, it was like, 
Oh, that's this is not what I want him to hear me play. Are we allowed to say who this actor was? I I think I would want to give him his uh, privacy. But okay, we uh, know it's a him. Yes. <laughs> okay, fine. Is, is is he a kind of franchise actor? Is he like? Is, is, is he in? Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna Age? think about it. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. About good. That. All right. Uh, what do they find most stimulating? What gets the crowd going? The performer gets the crowd going, right? Irrespective of which instrument. Yeah. And I think that's why we try to find the performers who can communicate their love of their particular instrument. Mm to the audience. We always have different instruments with the aim of giving children exposure to all sorts of instruments. So any kind of new sound is a new stimulation. Mm. And uh, it really depends on what that child likes. Because we definitely go to bed with violins. We do that. And we've not, done that for a long time. On, on recorded, not actual violins. Not that posh. Not but, but yes, she certainly goes to bed with her, with music in the background. Yeah, That's well, we have um, some Spotify playlists and there's mm. one called Sleep, where uh, our team had decided our favourite going to sleep music and collated that together. And uh, that's, so is, that's Bark to Baby Spotify playlist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to check that out. Yeah, yeah, check because it out. Because obviously with your kids of your own, did you sort of advocate that um, classical music was a brilliant tool to get them to chill them out for certain routines, get them to sleep, all of that. All music. So all music. I start obviously from the classical perspective mm. because that's my training. Uh, but on our uh, Spotify playlist, we have the core classical. Nowadays, my kids, I mean, just the other night, uh, my other son, Aubrey, he went to bed with the soundtrack to Dune. Oh my God, it's such a good soundtrack. Yeah. It's such a good soundtrack. It's very good, isn't it's it? It's so good because it's so ethereal. Well, lots of nursery rhymes out there. What is the most requested um, nursery rhyme that you guys get? It's a classic, probably for the last 200, 300 years. Twinkle, twinkle, little of star. Of course. There are so many versions in every language you can think of, even in Chinese. And then... Um, what's really good about it is it teaches the basics, the fundamentals of music. So it's not Baby Shark. Not Baby Shark, <laughs> although I can do a pretty mean Baby Shark on the piano. Can you? Do <laughs> it. Do it. Oh my God. Bring in the piano. Bring in the piano. Oh my God. <laughs> it's followed you here. Yeah, I need a grand piano, okay? Uh, sorry, <laughs> right. She's such a We've diva. Got a keyboard. She's such a diva. <laughs> I don't know if the rest of the world do this, but Britain have this weird obsession, and I hope some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. But who here, put your hands up wherever you are, who learnt the recorder at school? Yeah. I did. Yeah, and I, I did. I was dreadful at it. And I've said this before, and I've had a couple of DMs, because I just pretended that I learnt the recorder, when I actually just kind of went like that because I, I was useless at learning instruments my little dyslexic mind didn't know what to do with it so um however this is something that we're all bloody taught and i don't know why because i think it's a crap instrument well i we we got a bit of stick from it because basically we were like you never play recorder outside of that and then someone who was like a lot older was like i'm a professional recorder player like how dare you say this i'm very proud of my craft i think somewhere in the building we do have a recorder now, we thought that maybe Gareth might be able to remember something. I can't play the recorder. I can't oh play God, the recorder. Let's go. 
I actually can't. I'm going to go red. I can't play the recorder. Let's see what oh, happens with fun. this because we let's don't. Do it. I mean, is it brand new? Oh, health and safety. There's so many more holes me an, I remember. It I don't gives even me know anxiety. Oh, wait. I remember having them at school and used to get them out of a bath of chlorine. Do you remember that? They smell of chlorine because they had been disinfected Guys, from child saliva. What revolting. <laughs> well, Again, the fucking moment. dreadful noise. Oh, it gives me PTSD. <laughs> PTSD. Wonderful. PTSD. Wait, okay, wait, now, wait. if you can figure out three notes on there, I don't know how to play this okay. thing, then you can play uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Cosmos looking at you terribly unimpressed. <laughs> can, <laughs> we, like can, we dub, can we dub this? Can we dub this? Wait, wait. <gasps> I tell you what, I'm you're like pro. that. No, you're You're that. the Pied Piper. I mean... Oh, the eyes are coming into it too. Fucking dreadful. You've that never is. been so attractive what in your a life. Hideous noise. It's easy for schools to have the recorder because it's small. It's easy to disinfect and cheap. <laughs> and uh, it's also easy for everyone to start together. That feeling of joining in with music making. I think there's a reason why lots of people start on the piano uh, because at least. It's the piano tuner's responsibility to tune the piano. So lots of buttons. So kids love all the buttons. Meow, meow. That's been amazing to have you here. I think what you're doing is absolutely incredible. I think it's amazing that you're able to sort of bring young people into this and sort of adults share their passion. And so impressive. We are going to come along. I think it's really important. I I am super fun. I'm coming coming to your next Broadway one. I think we'd love it. And we'll bring the kids because they obviously are loving some of the music. So I think it's important that we bring them along and start their wild adventure into the world of music. You'll be very welcome there. I actually thoroughly enjoyed that because oh. Meow Meow was not only wonderful, but we actually, it is good to learn about a few bits and pieces every now and then. I know we love our comedy bits, but sometimes it's quite good for the child development sort of stuff as well. I think it's absolutely brilliant because this actually allows you to keep doing what you want and have kids. It's a bit like when you go to a restaurant and you can't have a pram or they don't have high chairs and it's not child friendly. She's created a child-friendly thing of something that's amazing. I think it's incredible. That's Actually, hats too. off to her. I am literally going straight on and going to that concert. Yeah, go and check out Bark to Baby. It's quite We're fabulous. Gonna go. We're going to go to right. the show tunes with Daddy. Yay! From the four of us, Oliver Gareth, Cosma and Apollo, we want to say goodbye to you and we will see you next episode. Thanks, guys. And if you've got any messages or any stories or anything you want to send in, please send it to newlydads at jampopproductions.co.uk or send it to at newlydads on either TikTok or on Instagram. We'll get back to you. See Thank you soon, you. guys. See you soon, guys. You've been listening to Newly Dads with Ollie and Garrett Lotlock. The producer is Ben Johns. The assistant producer is Maya Adelia. Videography by Jamie Gilbert. Video editing by Jake G. The executive producers are Jemima Rathbone and Jamie Lang. And Newly Dads is a jam pop production. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 